Hey guys, and welcome to episode four of the Everything Soccer Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to and supporting the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Today's guest is a very well-known member of the Burlington Township Boys Soccer Program. For one reason or another, and you'll hear more from him in just a few moments, here is episode four with Ryan Brett. Finally got RBJ on the podcast in person too. I want to make a note about that. First in-person podcast that we've done. So really excited about this and I guess we'll get started. Anything to say, Ryan? What's going on, John? So it's, you know, it's been a minute. I'm glad yeah. to be on this podcast, you know. Right, so I guess we'll start with you as a person. So I think I met you my sophomore year of high school. Oh, no, 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 no. My freshman year. Your sophomore year. You run JV. I was playing freshman. Right. Yeah. So that was interesting. You had Matthews, who, you know Matthews. <laughs> Matthews, stickler about Gosh. about small stuff, which is good. I mean, I think it prepares you for the varsity level really well. So. Instills fear in you from the start. <laughs> he does. It's the moment when you step that is, into tryouts. That is Matthews. Instills so yeah. much fear into you. Yeah. Of all the coaches, I think Matthews more than Galini. I mean, Galini, he's like subtle. Like, like when I don't know. Like, I feel like when you're on varsity, like you, you really like. He'll push you, but I think Matthews just like now. Galini has his balance side. O'Donnell has his balance side, but Matthews, it's just yeah. nah. He instills fear in you, and he does. Yeah, you just gotta be ready, be prepared. You are. All right, so I think first we'll go in from your, I guess, improvements from your sophomore season to your senior season. Because I remember watching you sophomore year to watching you now. There's a huge difference. I remember Galini said um, your beep test level. It went from, like, I think sophomore year was, like, 20-something. Yeah, I think it was just below 30 to, like, 55, if I'm not mistaken. So that's just crazy improvement. What did you really focus on in the offseason to really train and get better at that, the fitness aspect? Well, I took in consideration the the packet he gave us, like, as regards to the workouts and, you know, following the diets, little stuff like that. Um, I remember previous years, I, you know, I was a freshman, I didn't really care for, I didn't really think much of it, I was like, yeah, same yeah right. <laughs> I didn't really okay. focus on that. So, you know, I took in consideration, I, you know, set a goal for myself every week, I was going to train like five, six days a week, nonstop, um, almost basically killing myself, but, you know, it was worth it at the end, you know, going to the fields, doing sprints, technical work at the tennis courts, or on the field itself, it doesn't matter, um, if I had a friend, you know, passing, shooting, whatever, um, as much as possible, it would be, yeah. sometimes it would be morning, afternoon, and sometimes I would even get up at like 6, 7 a.m. if I'm not mistaken. So I, yeah. I would do stuff like that, which is dedication. And I think that's what really led me in the right direction to be the player I am now. Yeah, yeah, your dedication is just crazy. Your work ethic is like second to none, I mean, in my opinion. So, uh, actually... I haven't really heard like the full story about this, um, the five hundred crunches or something with Coach Bobby. Oh, uh, the steps. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't there. I, I never really heard yeah, the full so story the, about it. The the first round of sit ups I did, I followed what most people did. I was like them. I decided to just do a hundred, or I think it was around a hundred, and I stopped, because uh, that's what most people stop. I was like, yeah, I'll stop. But then thinking about it, I'm like. The whole point of this like reassessment thing is to sh- show what you got to your max ability, and doing a hundred. I I know I could do a lot more. I wasn't tired, nothing like that. So, one group, which was me, we were in the weight room with Galini, 
and the other group is with Coach Bobby, wrestling room, doing their sit-ups, right? And when we finished, when everyone's finished, we walked over to the wrestling room watching, and I was thinking, I believe I had Prince as a partner. Um, I was like, Prince, listen, man, I'm going to ask you a favor. Would you mind if I do it again? Sure, Ryan, not a problem. So, you know, I was happy about that. Went up to Coach Bobby, and then I said, hey, Coach, can I do this, you know, can I do my round of sit-ups again? Yeah, of course, buddy, go for it. You know, that's, I <laughs> love that. And I, oh, if it wasn't that's for Bobby. that. That's Bobby. That's so that. Bobby. And, um, yeah, so, <sighs> went down, started my round of sit-ups, so everyone was at, like, like 75 already. Um, and there I go, banging my sit-ups, banging, banging, nonstop. Um, and still those group of people stopped around 100 or not 100 maybe it was like maybe a little more than that but the only person i recall was jonah and he got to if i'm not mistaken 300 300 yeah, jonah's good. yeah jonah's now, insane yeah. and um yeah it was just for a while you know it was you know it was everyone there but then you know the numbers started going down and then it was jonah and i jonah's banging out sit-ups he was at like one something i was like at 50 60 whatever and you know, kept on banging his. He got to three hundred, and then he stopped. So I mean, three hundred is a lot. <laughs> three hundred is a lot. No, no doubt. I'm not taking that away from him. That's, that's I probably could do three hundred to be completely honest. That's incredible. And then he finally he, he was finished. So then I was I was on the spotlight. And some people like I recall from the background, they're like, "Why is he doing this again?" Like, I just I remember some people saying that. I just recalled voices. And like everyone pumped me up, like, come me. on RBJ! Like everyone's pumping me up, you know. I, I felt good about myself. Kept on going, kept on going, and you know, one hundred came, two hundred came. This is guy gonna stop? Three hundred came, four hundred came, and then like, I remember Tommy, Tommy. Oh my gosh, he I love motivated Tommy. the crap out of me like no other. Yeah, Tommy's a great guy. He, like, are you gonna keep on going? How far can you keep on going? Like he kept on like pushing me and pushing me and pushing me, and I was just like four hundred. 410, 420, 430, all the way to 500. And I was thinking of continuing, but at that point I stopped. I felt like I was there for like ages in the wrestling room. I mean, 500, that's crazy. That's next level. Yeah, it was insane. And, you know, coaches are like dapping me up, basically. (laughs) Everyone's dapping me up. You know, I felt good about myself that day. And that, even afterwards, back on the field, you know, right back to work, killing it. So that day was amazing for me, that tryout day. And, um, you know, I went back home. I felt like some pain in my lower back. I was like, you know, it must be from the soaps. Even though I was in the restroom, I'm sure it was. And I look and it was bleeding. Like it was just like because of the workout. What was bleeding? Like it was like near my lower back. Your back was bleeding. It it was like it was almost like yeah, it was like the very edge of my lower back. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was it was like bleeding a little bit. Um, and you know, it hurt, but it was worth it. At the end, it was really worth it, and I, you know, I was happy that I did what I did. Yeah, it just shows the crazy work ethic. Like, you post like daily on your Snapchat story all those RBJ workouts. <laughs> I remember when everyone started doing them, like, like DJ and Alex Vi and all them started like posting it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm glad that they did, and they. Um, I usually, I mean, I do it just for motivation. Like, I I, I know there's others out there who might. Um, might not think much of it and then there's some out there who would want to do it i did it just because i kind of just started posting it um i don't know just thought i just put myself out there for for people to see 
Yeah. That, you know, even when soccer season ends or even when sports ends for anyone, you know, time to, time to get back to work immediately. Yeah, fitness is so. really lifelong for anybody, really. Like, whatever you can do, just try and go out and do your best and whatever happens, happens, really. So, one last thing in your personal, and then we'll, we'll go to some more, like, public, popular um, soccer topics. So this year, you were varsity captain. You were one of the four varsity captains. Yes, I was. Just smiling a little bit there. <laughs> so what was that experience for you this year? And to, to, to add on to that, how do you think throughout the season your role changed? Like, what, I don't know how, how I didn't really think about how I was going to word this before, but we obviously didn't do as well as, as we could have. So throughout the season, how do you think that your leadership changed from the from beginning, from day one to day whatever, 60 maybe. Okay, well, from the beginning, I didn't really think of much about being a captain. I just kept on doing my own thing, you know, like like I normally would. Um, I know there's talks about me being a good chance of being a captain, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't yeah. really think much of it. I mean, I, I think you were a great captain. I mean, I would have for you, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when, when time came around, when we started uh, voting... Like, I remember Coach was saying, like, you know, if you pick someone and if you're, you know, if you want to give the reason why, you know, please raise your hand. And then the next day we'll vote for, you know, the captains who, who are selected as captains. And, you know, everyone's like, like Jordan, Ryan Brett. Um, I think Roman, Ryan Brett. Jackson, Ryan Brett. It, it just kept on going. I was like, interesting. Okay. Um, I did... St- I guess in a way I started growing popular. I don't know how or why, but it's just my. I'm mean, ethic. I, I work just, ethic. I mean, I think that's what maybe did you, it. Anyone who sees you training or, or playing, just work ethic is just crazy. It's always getting to the ball, you know, getting back on defense because he plays like a. You're a fullback, but you play sometimes more as a wing back, you know, getting the crosses in like like Trent a little bit. So yeah. maybe, mm-hmm. it's like it's like so quick on defense, like right back. So it's just crazy. Yeah, I I don't know just. The next day came around, rolled around, and um, that was the day for captain selections. And, you know, I remember Glini saying, Alex, wasn't surprised there. Or was actually, no, the even, oh, even, even, even... Was she the first name? I think it was the first one, right? No, it was not the first one. Who was the first then? First one, was I, was, first one was Alex. No, I thought... I thought was Alex, either Alex or Jackson? No, Alex and Jackson were last. No, I oh, think... Well, were, I don't know oh, about or, that. Oh, it was Connor last. I think Connor is last. I All think right. Alex is first, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And then it was you? No, I think I was third. I think it was Alex, Jackson, uh, me, and then Connor. I, I remember Connor getting a little, not angry, but like always choking around me. Like, why don't you suck me as captain? Because the day before that, he was he was like, I'm curious who Ryan sucked as captain. Like, he was just on my tail, and I told him a couple of them. And he's like, oh, so you didn't suck me? Uh, I don't know. He was joking around me, yeah, which I Connor get, is. but like, you know, it's all good. Um, but yeah, when the day came, he was like, you know. Um, Alex, I wasn't too shocked. Right? He's a great player. Yeah, Alex. great leader. Great, you know, you see it everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't have to be soccer. Um, then Jackson, I can also understand that. Then came me, and I guess in a way it wasn't too surprising. According to the day before, I was good, it was a good chance it was me I coming was, around. I, I had no surprise. I was still a bit shocked, of course. And then came uh, Connor. And since then, I don't know. I just like sky was the limit for me. From there on, I just 
I knew what I needed to set my goals to be. Like, I can't just think of myself as a player. Now I need to think, you know, as a team, as a whole, about how I can help others, whether, like, um, specific players, just, like, little things, like checking in how their day was, checking in um, if they're if they're locked in for, for practice and games or whatever, just creating little simple conversations that will create a friendship, which I have now with, with a lot of the players on the team, which I'm yeah, like Joe happy Han. about. Yeah, Johan, Eddie... James, you know, any player you mention, really, yeah. for the most part. So, um, you know, even giving some advice to some of the players, like Sean Ice out there, grew to be this exceptional player. Yeah, Sean couple years, really like, brought the energy, like, like unreal, every practice, bro. like, unreal. every practice, like, if you need, like, that, that one guy that can really change the game, like, it's like, him. like, you bring yeah. in Sean, like, it's just, like, the game is so much game more intense, changer, bro. It's, just, it's, it's crazy. On your ass, like he, like even if he fouls you, like he, like, and he fouls sometimes, like, which is fine. Like I, I get that. even a pickup, <laughs> but like he is like he'll show you that's there. He'll pick up the the intensity. He'll he'll yeah. raise it. It's, uh, I love it. Um, but yeah, since then, I, I knew what I had to do, and and I, you know, produced it. I had some issues junior year, um, or actually say before that sophomore year, just just in general playing, um. You know, but playing at a top level, and then that offseason came around, the much better. Well, I mean, I year. think you know, sophomore year on JV, I think it's really a good developmental period. You know, to just build your skills, get to that that varsity level that you want to be at. So, yeah, it was good. I mean, junior, I mean, you you came in fit, really fit, probably one of the fittest guys in the program. So, yeah, um, you were ready. You were definitely definitely ready. Yeah, but um, yeah, I didn't realize I was going to spark that much. Um, I'm glad I did though. Um, even though I might not score goals, you know I defended, you're you know, defender, so sacrificed you're, you're, myself for the team. I'm glad I did. Goals, yeah. um, and I knew when I made mistakes, like I would ask him. I would always ask him. This is always a common theme in mine. I would always ask, "How can I get better?" Like sometimes I would go up to him and straight up, I'd be like, "Coach, I, I play like shit. Like, how could I get better?" Like I would just straight up say it to him. Yeah, he told me like, that. Yeah. Because um, you know, like I always wanted to improve in some sort of way, some sort of aspect, um, offensively or defensively, um, but. I don't know. Since then, like, I remember um, after the banquet, you know, one time in advisory, um, it might have been, the, it was the day after, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he was like, you know, Ryan, since you first came to this program, I wouldn't have thought of you off my head, like, when I first saw you, that you are going to be the player you were today, and especially captain. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm glad. I'm just very glad to see that, you know, you, you completely change yourself, and, you know, you put in the hours happy for you i'm proud of you yeah it's so it's it's you know it means a lot that's great stuff all right now we'll go to um some really some trending news with the the russia and ukraine thing and the champions league final which was which was supposed to be played in st petersburg russia which is (laughs) obviously interesting but um now actually recently i I think it was like nine hours ago and since today's friday and it'll come out tomorrow at noon so about 15 hours from now but today, it was actually changed to Paris because of the whole conflict with Russia and Ukraine, and a lot of the European countries are back in Ukraine. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of not really at war yet, but, yeah, so that's a big big component of Champions League, and I think the location definitely can impact the game for, for, sure. for a lot of teams, you know, because yeah. traveling to Russia is a lot different than traveling to France. It's, it's of course. definitely huge. Yeah, um, you know, I heard some reports like um, 
that they attacked uh, Chernobyl being in place yeah, the nuclear where plant. the like the worst nuclear event happened before and like yeah. the radiation now is starting to rebuild and it's, it's horrible I heard that there was a group of people or Russian citizens that gathered in St. Petersburg in protests um, yeah, over uh, Putin and, and, and the actions he's done and they've been arrested he's been shut down completely it's uh it's awful to see you know yeah it's almost like it. a dictatorship there and I don't know not really sure what kind of government is in Russia. Uh, I haven't really studied social studies; isn't really my thing. But I don't think it's a dictatorship. I think it's, it's supposed to be something similar to like a democracy. Not like I, I think or, I'm not exactly sure, but it's not like a straight dictatorship. So that's the way it seems right now. Yeah, Putin, for sure. He seems to be the the sole person running the country and making all the decisions for them. So yeah, it's a it's tough. Um, I'm glad it changed the location, you know, and it didn't just stay yeah. in Russia. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that we could have had it. I don't show. know how that would have went. Yeah, that, that would have been safe. I don't think for the for the players. I mean, they're probably English players mostly. Um, usually, Champions League in recent years. Well, actually, not really. It was PSG. Yeah, Bayern thinking about two like years ago. think about like I don't know, like like maybe like England, for example. Like 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 you said, like what if it was like I don't know, Man City for let's say, and some other team in the finals. Like for example, like Zinchenko. Like he's from Ukraine. That that's kind of like. Oh, a, I didn't think about that. That's like a interesting. I didn't like, think about the of being. You know, from like uh, you know, thinking about that, it's like kind of interesting. Now yeah. that's just one player, but like in general, I don't know where England lies as for like. Um, like I, I believe they're in support of us, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I yeah, I, I, think, I think they're know. part of like NATO or something. Like so that. yeah, NATO, if I'm not mistaken. So like, if they were to play there, like. You know, like Putin. I don't know. I, don't I feel th- like I think Putin it, would do something. If he like, has a Ukraine just... player in, in in Russia, I feel like it wouldn't end well for him. And yeah. I mean, I think in in Zintango's perspective, I don't think he would even like want to go. Yeah, right? especially That's since exactly. he, he's not. I mean, I hate to say it, but he's not really a crucial part of Man City. Yeah, he's not like. I mean, he's a really good. I mean, he's a good player. He's he's a solid definitely up and coming player. Not like, but he's not like. Not like, like Jal Kinsella. Yeah, not, not like Kinsella, not like Kyle Walker, not yeah. any of them. So, yeah. It's, it's crazy. But I'm just glad that it was moved and they, um, UEFA made that, that decisive uh, decision to move it, which is good. So, that shouldn't be a problem for the Champions League final. And hopefully Chelsea are there. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's... I just hope nothing happens like in France then because if France gets involved, which... They might, they might not. I don't know. Yeah. But if they do, what, what what happens then? You know, like it's it's balancing like a domino effect. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of definitely a lot of uh, things that could could come as a result of that. Uh, I think now we'll we'll go to the U.S. Women's National Team and their um, their equal pay initiative. Of course. Well, first thing I'm gonna say, I think it's kind of like for for the. The top people and the and um what's it the just the top like in the federation like I think it's kind of like it's kind of ridiculous that it took this long to you know to treat like the like the prize for example for for the World Cup the the money prize like four hundred million and I believe thirty million like I that's a major gap and like soccer being like the most popular sport in the world it's like. I know, like, for example, you have the NBA, and then you have, like, WNBA. Like, that's more of, like, a United States sport or, like, a American sport. No, yeah, no, yeah, so, like, you know, soccer is worldwide. I would think it would be a lot closer, but it's, like, 
you know, it's a huge gap. That's, I mean, it's still 30 million, 30 million after all, but like compared to 400 million, that's and I believe that that's crazy. I'm pretty sure that that 30 million is like the total prize money that goes to like all the teams. I, I think the U.S. I think after they won, they got like four million or something like that. It was like four or five million. I, I think I, I I saw somewhere. So I mean, that's really not a lot at all. That's no, like that almost is. nothing. I, I mean, it's not. It's not nothing. I mean, it's nothing. Five four million. I'd be, it's I'd nothing happy, as regards soccer. Yeah, like it, it's nothing. Free for World Cup money. That's nothing that's compared to how much France got in 2018, which I believe was like close to like 100 million. It's just like not even comparable to to the amount. So I, I definitely think that. That needs to change. Um, th- there are reasons, like genuine reasons, of why the men could be paid slightly higher. But I think that the gap is just so much bigger than that that it needs to change. And they are doing things now. They had that twenty-four million dollars settlement, which is changing. I think two million dollars of, of of the twenty-four million is going to um, to helping future women's soccer and like enhancing the sport as a whole, and then. The other $22 million is going to like the actual players themselves, which is good because um, that money should be for them, and they deserve the money, and I'm glad that, that finally they're actually getting it. So Yeah, like compared to like past couple of years, like they won the you know, World Cup twice, and like you got yeah. men's soccer. Like we didn't even qualify. At least the past couple of years, they, you know, they didn't, we didn't qualify. qualify. Yeah, like, which is unacceptable, nothing honestly. Good about that, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, not qualifying, that's, but that's, that's yeah, we didn't qualify. So yeah. And they won it, so I think that Know, to me, it's just kind of like if I was like a male, if I, if I was in that situation, if I was part of the federation, I think that's, to me that's embarrassing that it took that long to be able to, you know, finally come to a settlement where you know they should be paid a lot more. I, that's kind of embarrassing to me, but I, mean, I think that's what it is. I guess. A lot of U.S. sports federations have really been lacking. I, mean, I think going to. Um, the gymnastics program and um, some of their doctors who you know were charged for sexual assault and things that happened for so many years it's like 20 years and like people like reported it and like they never like nothing happened from it yeah they never you know take interest in it it took, it took in. like I, I don't know the exact specifics but I remember the guy um, his name Larry Nasser who's in jail now which he should be in jail I mean he's just horrible nasty like it's terrible. Awful things. But, yeah. I mean, like, it took that long. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I mean, people, like, reported it. Like, I read articles, like, they reported it. But, you know, he had such a high level of expertise in his field. And, like, he had a lot of respect that they just they overlooked it. So, I think, I mean, that's just, and that's, like, that's, I think, U.S. Olympic gymnastics or something like that. Um their federation and U.S. soccer. I mean, obviously, this is on a lesser scale. This is not, it's not really like like human, human injustice. But it is, it is injustice, and it, it's needs to be changed. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, I think we'll go maybe a little bit on the U.S. men's national team, who was preparing for the World Cup in November. I think we're in a good spot now, um, better than we were in. Four years ago, when we were trying to qualify, sure. yeah. 2018, so we should qualify, hopefully. I, th- I think if we win two more games in March, I think we'll qualify, so that's obviously good. Um, Polistics had a little bit of a drought, but he's playing better now. Weston McKinney's playing good, so... Yeah, especially yeah. since he scored in Champions League. Um, you know, it gives him more boost. 
Yeah, he that, that helps. he had his little celebration <laughs> all over the internet. <laughs> I think he needs to stick to the game. <laughs> Keep celebrations for later. But yeah, I think we'll end it off. Let's, let's see. Let me see how much time left. Um, we're at twenty. Okay, we actually have plenty of time. So we can go into a little bit of prem soccer. Um, you're obviously a Manchester United fan. I am. You're the second Man U fan I've had on here. My friend Jay was also a Man U fan, and we got into some some transfer stuff. But I think we'll we'll focus more on finishing their season out. In the I believe they're in fourth place. I could be wrong. Um, I think it's fourth. I they, should they, yeah, they, they're fourth. Yeah. yeah, they're fourth. They're fourth. They haven't lost a game in more than five games. So their last their last um, five were three wins and two draws. So. They're in good form, which is good. Um, they do have a hard schedule, though. I, I will admit they have they have a hard schedule. I think they play. We were looking at this a little bit earlier. They play. Um, who is it? Watford tomorrow. So cycling GK. <laughs> See some some cycling GK video and you <laughs> Watford's menu. And they got City next week, which City for any team is also obviously a challenge. Um, besides Tottenham, they apparently figured out how to beat City, but. Man, you have City and then Tottenham, and then we're back in Champions League for second leg of round of 16. So they have Atletico, and they have Liverpool and Leicester. So those next six games, I mean, really crucial games for Champions League next season for top four placement in the Prem. And I mean, just to really develop themselves and and earn respect as as a team. So yeah. Uh... I don't know, I watched a lot of the United games, and there's so many games they should have won. I think it's kind of kind of sad, like um, Burnley, if I'm not mistaken, they tied against them. And I, I'm not you know, discredit, or discrediting uh, Burnley at all, but it's just like, it's a lowering team. United, like, if you think of the stars on the team, like Ronaldo, you know, like, like Sancho, Bruno, you know, all those players, and... You know, I'm not saying it oh, might like they're they're not in their best form. Like, yeah, we we got yeah. that. I don't think Ralph's playing system is the best either. They're mm-hmm. always so dead by the end of the game. I think McGuire's kind of in a, a deep hole right now. He's yeah, like McGuire's mistake after well. mistake. I was against confidence back. Lindelof, uh, I think last game, if I'm not mistaken, um, he played at outside back position, which was interesting against Atletico, and you know in the first leg. Yeah, it was. It was quite interesting. Um, I what was the score for that? Was it 1-1? I it was 1-1. 1-1. Alenga scored near the I end. I highlights of that. Jal Felix, which beautiful goal by the Jal Felix, I love that, that kid. Insane. That kid is that guy's amazing. A star rising. So yeah. insane. Um, but yeah, it was just like, I, I don't know. United's a mess altogether. Just like, can't string many passes together. And I don't, I don't really like, but I mean, I don't want to specifically point out this player. I don't like McTominay. I, I don't think I just don't think he's the right player. But Pogba is also very slow these days. Although these he has days. phenomenal passing, like his passing days. is phenomenal. But I I don't think he just, ever really reached his high since coming from Juventus. I think yeah, I think Juventus, he. I don't think he, he, he was really such like, a different player. Yeah, I don't think he like. And France too. He he played. Oh yeah, France, France. He's unbelievable. I just don't think he has that same like connection. Yeah, there's something about it. Like with France with. with Juventus, I, it's much different, so much different. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. It's, it sucks. I mean, I think Chelsea had a similar spell last winter with, um, I remember in December, I think with Frank Lampard, I think we were in ninth place, and we ended up winning Champions League. So, I, I mean, things can change really quickly 
In soccer, I mean, it only takes 90 minutes to get three points. And I mean, you do have Conte. I mean, yeah. Conte, <laughs> so. crazy work rate. I mean, he works on and off the ball. I mean, such a humble player. Just great guy to look up to. Conte is, yeah, amazing player. For, for France and for, for Chelsea. For Chelsea, just, yeah. yeah. Just crazy defensive mid. Probably, I feel like I could confidently say he's he's top three defensive mids in the world. He's unbelievable player. I mean, uh, I think Chelsea, we have a lot of good players. We're just still trying to figure out how to use them. I mean, we have Lukaku now, who, who plays as a nine. You know, you can play balls into him with his feet, and he can make things happen. You have Kai Havertz, who can make runs in behind. So we, we have a lot of good players who can... Who can do things, but we just need to figure out how to use them in their best light and get wins, get results, and move on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it, I guess. Rudiger in the back. You got Silva. Yeah. You got Ziyech. And Silva's getting a little old. To be completely honest, he's probably gonna retire after the season. I, th- I don't think he's gonna renew his contract. I just think he's he's getting a little old. Now he he's had some injuries this season, which is not good at that age. I think he's like thirty. He's in his. Mid to late thirties, but yeah, he's getting he's getting up there. So it's tough, but uh, Chelsea uh, they've been on a, a spell of losing and tying, and then you know, Liverpool, Liverpool's been on the the rise a lot very of times. much. So. Liverpool has. There are I think they're three points behind three City. Three points now. behind yeah. City. Yeah. So I mean, City they lose a game and uh, and they beat City in their head to head, and you know, they can win. So yeah, they're definitely. Definitely good shit. I mean, Chelsea, I think we're like 10 points behind City, so I don't. I just don't think that with City's form right now that we're going to close that gap. But I think Liverpool definitely can. Um, I would like to see them close the gap, honestly, because I don't want to see City win twice in a row. I mean, I'm not a big City fan, which is why I'm trying to get Liam on here. But of course, me too. I think I think I'll, I'll get him eventually. But yeah, I'm, I'm not a big City fan, so I hope that someone beats City. Anybody. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's Brentford. I don't care if it's maybe Anyone can beat City, please. That would be very helpful. <laughs> All right. I don't think there's anything else. So I think we can wrap it up. If there's anything else you want to go? Um, no, not really. All right. Well, this is, this is a really, really good episode. I hope that I actually recorded because my Wi-Fi went out like midway through. <laughs> so I think I recorded. I don't think I need Wi-Fi to record it, which is good that... It was not virtual. Because if it was virtual, it would have got all messed up. <laughs> so okay. I'm glad that, that this was in person. And I'm glad, yeah, everything seems to be working. So I'm glad that, that, that this worked out. I hope that in the future I'll have some more in-person episodes because it's definitely a lot better that way. Face-to-face versus a, like a screen. Like, of course. I, I'm just done with the screens, honestly. Like with COVID, like we had school virtual and just like so many things virtual. It's just like, I'm done with the screens. I'd rather have face-to-face contact. Like it's just so much better this way, so. I like it. It was, it was a good conversation. Got a lot of Burlington Township stuff, like like me and Dino did, and we got some, some national team, some Ukraine Russia. Obviously, it's like yeah. the, it was like the buzzwords nowadays. Ukraine Russia. What's happening with Ukraine Russia? It's like what everyone's been talking about. But yeah, it was good. Definitely have you on again if once I finish the rotation, I'm gonna try and get people on. Yeah, maybe we can go more in like, um, like maybe away from soccer, maybe more personal. Yeah. Stuff if you want. It's up to you. But. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right. I'll go to the outro now. See you guys. All right, yeah. See you, John.
Thank you guys so much for listening to episode four of the podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have not already, go follow the podcast Instagram account at everything underscore soccer underscore podcast for weekly updates on the guest and general information. That's all from me signing off to episode five.